So we're talking about my body balance this morning. And, uh, you know, we, we are called, uh, I feel like we talk about like many other things, but we, we don't often talk about the balance of our, our own bodies. And uh, I think it's important. I think that we need to just hear about it and, and hear what the Word says about it. And, and uh, you know, we are called to be stewards of our own bodies. And, uh, you know, taking care of our, of our body is a spiritual discipline. You know, we talked about um, the matters of, I can't remember what order, I think it was the, the heart first, and we talked about the matters of the mind. Yes, that order, and now we're talking about the body. But, you know what, they all go together, the heart, the mind, and the physical body. Like, if one thing's lacking, it normally affects the other thing. So, if, or if we're strong in one area, it, the other area might be not as strong. So, it, and I just want to talk, you know, have a few points over these areas uh, just to help us this morning. So taking care of our body is a spiritual discipline, just like prayer, worship, and Bible study. Uh, that is a, it's a discipline. And I love, you know, we are a praying church. We meet here every uh, Tuesday night at, at 6 p.m. Plug, plug for our prayer meeting, if you didn't know that was happening. But, you know, we, we're a, ch- a church that prays. And we're a church, obviously, that, that worships, and, and we read our word, and, and I love that. But it, 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 we all know that it takes discipline. We all know that sometimes we don't, we don't feel like coming to the prayer meeting, or sometimes we don't feel like opening up the word. But, you know, God doesn't say, come and pray to me or read the word when you feel like it. If he does, let me know. But I haven't seen anywhere in the Bible where he says, if you feel like doing this, do it. He just says, step out, be bold, and, and continue to pray and I know I'm paraphrasing at the moment, but be in his word and like he just loves it. He loves it when we're, we're, we're in him, we're in his word, we're praying. And, and, but it just takes a discipline. And no one knows our own bodies better than God. And sometimes I think, well, I don't know because I live in my own body and I know, you know, what I'm like, where I'm hurting or what I've gone through or I know my body better. But, you know, God created my body and he knows it better than me, which I find really amazing. Now, he, he knows, like he, was, he wants us to be involved in, in our process of, of making our bodies good and, and healthy. Like he wants to help us succeed at looking after our body. True health is not about looking good on the outside but treating our bodies with respect and care they deserve. So they function at, at its best. And, and they function how God created them to function. Like I was talking about that I was up seeing those cars over the weekend. And, you know, they, there's so much time and energy spent in, in the actual, actual car itself so that it functions properly. Like they put the right oil in it, they put the right amount of petrol in it, it's weighted properly, and I know nothing about cars, so I just say a few things about them like that. Phil Jagger probably knows more, and, uh, and so does Mick, I would say. Um, but, you know, they put so much time in these cars, for those, so when they race, they're in, the, in their best condition, and then it gives the driver the best chance to win that race. And that's what God wants us with our bodies. He wants us, you know, to... to to have everything working um, great and, and that we look after our bodies. And that's why I just I love praying over, over people because it's, it's kind of like that, 
kind of that readjustment, like well, you know, the mechanics are in there working on the car. And it's like God readjusting our body so that we, we work properly and He can use our, us the way we were created. You know, what we eat, how much we sleep, and uh, how often we exercise all have an effect on our body's overall function. You know, when we get this balance right, we will be the best us. Like, I love that, uh, that insurance company. Um, it's so good, I can't rem- even remember their name. Uh, UE or something, UE, can't remember. What is it, UE? UE, it's UE. And, it's, and they, they show, like, uh, like, the person how he is now because he hasn't kind of looked after himself. And then they show the person who he could have been, like, if he had, you know, taken that other road. And I just, I just haven't really explained it very well, but I, I kind of love that it's just showing the differences, the differences in, in, in which directions we can go. And, you know, God wants us to set, he wants to set us up for the win. And, you know, so my point number one is God made our bodies, or God made your body. If we turn to Psalms uh, 139, Psalm, I say Psalms, it's actually not plural, it's Psalm 139, 139, 13 to 15. See, you, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Is anyone thankful for that? But when we look at our bodies, like I saw an image um, this week of the, the inside of our body and how it's created and it's just, it's, it's so complex. And, but it's so amazing how God has created us. Your workmanship is marvelous and how well I know it. You watch me as, as I was being formed in utter seclusion as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. I love that so much. I love that God formed us in, in our mother's womb and he knew just exactly what we needed for this life. He knew what parents we needed. He knew if we had siblings or he knew what we needed and he, he formed us. And, and that's what I love, that we we're all unique. We are all different in every way. And I love it that there's, there's no other me. And you probably love that too, that there's just one of me and there's no other Phil Jagger. There's no other Matt Hinchcliffe. There's only him. And I love it when people say, so why, uh, I can't even remember the quote, so why bother trying to be... No, anyway, I've forgotten it. doesn't matter. It's not in my notes, so it doesn't matter. You know, everyone must walk a journey of accepting their body and not comparing it to others. You know, we need to have a revelation of our value. Our value is that we are created in the image of God. We are a son or a daughter of God. You know, our bodies, like I said, are unique and have value in God's eyes. I, I, like I, Our identity is not how good our body looks or how bad we think it is. Our identity is in God 
who made us. If we can have that revelation that my identity lays in God because He created me. He created me like this. He created me how He wanted me to be. You know, when we go right back to the start, right back to Genesis 1, I love creation. I love it so much. And I've told this many times. I, I love God's creation. I love, I love his, just everything about what he's created, his, his stars, his, the universe, the, everything on earth. And like it just it makes me go, thank you, God. Thank you, God, that you gave us all these things because you love us so much. Like you could have just done this simple like dirt earth and these simple people and there's nothing in it and, and given us joy still maybe and we would have enjoyed life. But you gave us everything. You gave us food and plants and animals and, and I love it. God is a generous God. And we turn to uh, Genesis 1 in 26. And it says, then God said, let us make people in our image to be like ourselves. They will be masters over all life, the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the livestock, wild animals, and small animals. I don't think I gave you the next verses, but if we can just keep rolling on. So God created people in his own image. God patterned them after himself, male and female, he created them. God blessed them and told them, multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Be masters over the fish and the birds and all the animals. And God said, look, I have given you the seed-bearing plants throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. And I have given all the grasses and other green plants to the animals and birds for their food. And so it was. Then God looked over all he had made. This is on the sixth day. All he had made. And he saw that it was excellent in every way. This all happened on the sixth day. Um, so we were part of that. We are part of his, like just looking back at his masterpiece, looking at back at the things he created over those six days, those things he spoke into life. And he just looks back and he goes, I didn't, he didn't go there and goes, oh, I made a mistake. I created humans. Why did I do that? And sometimes he probably thought that, but but no, he created us and he's happy about us. I know like as an artist, when I, when I create pieces and, you know, there's some pieces that I, I just go, oh, why did I do that? But there's some pieces that I look back and I, and I just go, wow, I, I just love what I, I created. I love the gift that God has given, her, given me and I love that, you know, he, he, it's not a proud thing. Like I, I won't go around and say, look at my work, you, you know me. Like I won't say, oh, you know, I'm the best, which I know I'm not. But I, I just, I love it when God has given me a gift and I'm using that gift to paint and I see what, like sometimes I look back at my paintings, I go, I don't actually know how I did that. But I believe that when God gives you a gift, sometimes we, ha we don't know how we do things. You know, musicians, like they, they practice and practice, but sometimes you, you might get in a moment and you go, wow, I just don't know how that happened. But that's the spirit working in us. That's the, the spirit working in our gifts, in, in our everyday lives, which I absolutely love. You know, the enemy, he wants to always bring us down and make us look inward. You know, we look inward and we just see the faults and we, and we just think, oh, why God, like, why did you create me like this? And like, I, I'm just not the same as everyone else. Like, I used to struggle with that. I used to think like I was so different. I was not the same as anyone else. And, and I just go, God, like, why am I different? 
I didn't realize at that time he made everyone different. But I thought it was just me. I thought I was the only one who was different. And I struggled with that. I was like, God, why, why am I different? Why do I think like this? Or why, why do other people have that knowledge and I just have no clue what they're talking about? Or, and, but why? But, you know, because God wanted, made, wanted, made, wanted to make you, you. He said, he's got an amen for that. Who believes that you are you? No one else. You know, um, social media and magazines and, and uh, journalism, whatever, you know, they have killed people's thoughts of ourselves. For years and years, this has been happening. Like, you just, you look at people's struggles and things they're going through, and, and it's, it's, it's just all about comparing or, or how we should be, or this is how you should look, or this is how you should speak, or this is how you should dress, and this is how you should be because they are, and they are famous, and everyone looks up to them, so I want to be like them. You know, it's a lie from the devil. It's a lie that he's, he's trying to make you look inside, and, and these social medias and things have, have killed that. They've killed people's thoughts of ourselves, of how God has created us. And, you know, we constantly see popularity on, on, on how we should look. And, and, and it's just not right. Like it's, I, I feel like all those people have got something, they've got an account for to God. For all these lives that, you know, they've changed because they've they said that you should look like this or you should be like this. And, um, you know, we, we should look. Now, instead of looking at, at a worldly perspective, we should look at the perspective of God over our lives. You know, we need to stop seeing ourselves how the world sees us. We need to see ourselves how God sees you, how, how God sees us. Point number two. Our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. And that comes from, uh, in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians uh, where Paul, uh, where, where Paul was uh, speaking into the, the church of the Corinthian church, and there was all these these issues going on, and he's just like, you know, I need to speak into this. And if we pick it up in Corinthians six, Corinthians six says, uh, "You you may say I'm allowed to do anything, but I reply, not everything is good for you. And even though I am allowed to do anything, I must not become a slave to anything." You say, food is for the stomach, and stomach is for the food. This is true. Though someday God will do away with both of them. But our bodies were, made not, were not made for sexual immorality. They were made for the Lord. And the Lord cares about our bodies. And God will raise our bodies from the dead by his marvelous power, just as he raised our Lord. Don't you realize that your bodies are actually parts of Christ. If we jump to 18, it says, run away from sexual sin. No other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Or don't you know, and here it is, that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God. You do not belong to yourself, for God brought you with a price. So you must honor God with your body. I love that. I love that verse. And, you know, Paul was quite strong with that. Like the, the, the people in that church were obviously 
doing all this stuff that, that wasn't good and, and it wasn't honoring God. And he's like, you know, I need to speak into this and speaking that we need to honor God with our bodies. And, you know, when you look in the, the Old Testament and it says, God dwelt in the ark that resides in the tabernacle and later in the temple. So when we think about that, you know, like you think like that's where God resides. And that's the same with our, our bodies now. Like that's, our, God resides in our bodies. The Holy Spirit resides in our bodies. So for me, I want my body to be honoring God and honoring His temple, which is our bodies. You know, God had very clear instructions on how to honor the ark. And it was Israel's most precious possession. Like I, I see that story um, you know, when someone touched the, the ark of God and they, they weren't meant to do that, and, you know, they, they, just, they just dropped to the ground. And I just said, man, that's a, such a crazy story. But he was just showing, like, he had all these rules about how the ark had to be transformed, but they were trying to do it in their own strength. They were trying to do it in their own thoughts instead of doing what God said. And, you know, that's the same with us. You know, we, we need to, to listen how God has created us and what our bodies are used for you know, later in that that scripture it talks about um, you know how sex is good for us, and it's in in the context of marriage, and you can read all all about that um, how he actually designed it. And I, I just I just hate it in this world how the world has perceived that subject and and made it look like it's a bad thing, because there's you know there's so many bad situations going on in this world in that area and and so now when we think about that we think oh it's so bad or or maybe maybe in your own life you it reminds you of things that you know that has happened and you think it, it is bad but you know i just want you to be free from that this morning you know that that god that god loves you and that god has created us in, in an amazing way and he has created us created this for a purpose you know so when paul says our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, he's, just, he's indicating like how precious our bodies are to God. And, you know, we have, we have the honor. We have the honor as, as Christians to, to carry the Spirit of God in our bodies. You know, He's in our hearts. And I love that He's, he's trusted us to carry His Holy Spirit with us. And I know sometimes I'm just like, I'm just like, God... Holy Spirit, I'm sorry that I've grieved you. You know, because the Holy Spirit lives in me. And, you know, when you do something wrong and you're just thinking, you just think, why did I do that? And you just go, I, I just turn to, to God. And, and, you know, yes, he's forgiven us and, and, and it needs to be a repentance. I just say sorry for hurting, for grieving the Holy Spirit. And I just think it's just a, it's a great uh, lifestyle to have just to keep yourself like, you know, it's in the Lord's Prayer to be, to be asking for forgiveness every day. But, you know, just, sorry, God. Sorry, God, for grieving your spirit. And, and, and you just, you know, there's a verse where it says, I keep getting knocked down, but I get up. You know, there's that song, I get knocked down, but I get up. But that song misses a line. And it says, in, in the verse it says, I get knocked down, but I get up, and I keep going. And, you know, I feel like the enemy sometimes, you know, we get knocked down, and we get up, but he keeps us here. He doesn't want us to keep going, moving forward. And it's like, you know, we repent and thank Holy Spirit, I'm sorry for grieving you. And now that is the past. Thank you that you have, you have died for all that. Now I move on. I move on to what you have for my life. I move on and, you know, 
the influences you, you have over my life. And sometimes maybe we fall again. You know, we're human. But we do the same thing. The same thing. We just go, God, and we just keep moving on. Don't let yourself be, be still in that place because that's where the enemy wants you to stop you from influencing other people. You know, this, the fact that we carry the Holy Spirit every day, it should remind us that it, that should be enough to change how we view and treat our own bodies and also what we use them for. You know, we need to be good stewards of the bodies God has given us. And this involves creating a healthy, everyday lifestyle. And uh, I just want to break it up. I know this is a bit heavy, but I, I just want to break it up with something a bit lighter. And I just want to invite um, my friend Talitha up. And uh, why don't you give her a hand? And uh, so, uh, yeah, I just wanted to ask a few questions, Talitha. Because um, I know, because so, you've studied in the area of uh, uh, like our bodies and our lifestyle and, and our eating and things like that. So what is it that you've actually studied in? Like, what is the um, title? I've studied nutrition. So I've studied online course for about 18 months. And I learned all about what's good for our bodies, the types of food that we should be eating. Um, just... Yeah, just so much in regards to how it helps our, our minds and everything. And uh, I just found it so interesting. So, yeah, I've actually um, did it so I can be a health coach. So I can help people with living healthier lives, really. Awesome. So good. And so thanks for being here today. We have uh, free advice from the, the health coach. <laughs> and uh, so I just want to ask you a few questions. Because I think, um, I know you mentioned when we were talking, it's uh, like there's all these... Uh, reasons why we do things and but sometimes we don't know I, don't, I can't remember how you worded it, the, the why behind the how or was it the other round <laughs> well it's really all about the um i think people just think oh yeah i know i need to eat healthy and whatever yeah. but they don't always exactly know why so sometimes for them it's good. like oh so i can lose weight and look good and yeah but actually it has so much to do with your energy it has to do with um just the way you live your life, your mood, how you feel. And we actually need healthy food to be able to um, live our life to the best that we can because it actually helps Good. our immune system. It helps wow. so that when we don't get as sick when we're eating really well and we're being healthy. And so there's just so many benefits to eating healthy. And I think a lot of people don't realise that and they don't even know how to eat healthy and, yeah, really the why behind it. Yeah, it's good. So, so what does healthy eating really mean? So it just it just really means like eating um, as much of like fruits and vegetables. People actually don't realise how much they don't eat of that. Right. And I think it's a little bit... Um, so I've done a few coaching sessions with people and they give me a bit of an idea of what they eat. And I just sit there and go, oh, wow, <laughs> like yeah. inside my head. And I'm just like, wow, <laughs> because people just like they'll have bread, you know, for breakfast. They'll have it for lunch. They'll have maybe like honey on it or something or jam and and then dinner they might have like one vegetable with chicken or something and you're not getting enough of what you need mm. and so I just mostly try to encourage people to put more fruit and vegetable into your diet and it's all about eating variety so it's always changing up what fruit and vegetables you eat trying to limit you know like the sugary drinks the processed food and people even are like what is processed food and so it's really educating yourself about online now as healthy and what's the right sort of food to eat mm. which you know all the in information is out online now as well like it's really really helpful yeah. stuff out there but it's really reading the ingredients with things and just 
trying to work out, um, yeah, what works for your body. Yeah, so you can't, I guess you've kind of covered it. Why, why are certain foods not good for your body? Like you mentioned, yeah. a bread, I, I would say it's good, but mm. like I guess sometimes if you eat too much of it, I guess it's probably not good for you. But so why yeah. are certain foods not good for your body? Well, for example, like this bread, white bread, to me, has, it has no nutritional value at all. So it's basically empty calories that you're eating for just the sake that it tastes good. And it doesn't fool you for very long. Whereas if you're eating, you know, wholemeal bread or sourdough bread, that's a lot better and it actually has nutritional value. And it has wow. stuff in there that is actually going to be really good for your body. And then, um, like, you've even got, like, deep fried food. Who loves deep fried food? Yes. I do. I still eat it. It's fine. But <laughs> it's, you just have to limit it a bit yeah. because that kind of food is really hard for your body to digest. And it, um, it just doesn't have good stuff that goes inside of you. And if we're actually, like with your car, if you're going to be putting really crap petrol in it and stuff that it doesn't need, it's not going to run as good. Yeah. So if we're actually feeding our bodies with the right type of food and having a lot of, you know, trying to get more fruit and vegetables in our diet, it's just going to really, really help. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's really good. I like that. Um, sorry? Um, uh, <laughs> so, like, because you're saying, uh, so white bread, uh, I, I like white bread every now and then as well, but um, I do like the grain bread, but, you know, I eat white bread when I've run out of bread, and yeah. Jodie says, can you please get bread from the servo, <laughs> and yeah. I go to the servo, the only loaf that's bread, I don't even look when it's, like, due, the only loaf that's left is white bread, and yeah. I'm just like, okay, I'll put honey on it, and it'll be better, but you, you said, you said that, like, it doesn't fulfill or doesn't fill you properly because yeah. the so you, are you saying so if you're eating say you're just eating that white bread it means your body still saying that you need to eat more or you kind of feel full oh that's, that's true actually so with say white bread like types of foods that are very heavily processed so like you know you eat muffins or cakes or biscuits or white bread that type of food um, you will feel full straight after you've eaten it. But then because of the sugar content and everything in it, it makes you want to eat more and mm. then it actually doesn't make you feel as full because it actually fills you up really quickly and then all your energy goes straight away wow. and you want to actually eat more. So people who eat a lot of processed food, there's a lot of salt in it, a lot of sugar, you actually then crave more of it and you actually end up eating a lot more. Yeah, so right. that's like, I mean, I, I grew up on white bread and jam so good and um but nowadays like I actually don't want that anymore because like yeah sure it tastes great but I just know that that's not going to fill me if I just yeah. have you know two pieces of white bread and, and jam and then like an hour later I'm going to be scratching for more food yeah. and I just know that whereas if I'm going to eat like you know other bread and um I just put like chicken and, and protein and stuff protein is what fills you so if you try out type of food that's actually going to fill you up and that's really good for you, then you actually eat less when right. you're eating food that fills you up and for a longer time. So it's really educating yourself in what is going to fill you up, what's going to actually be healthy for you. And um, yeah, then we actually end up eating less because that's the problem these days. People just go and they eat whatever they can find, whatever's convenient, and then they go and they buy something else because they're still hungry. Then they'll mm. go buy something else because they're still craving something else. So that's a bit of the problem that we have these days. Right. No, that's, that's really good. I think it's good advice, like, because I feel like, yes, we all do eat that kind of stuff, but it's good to know why I still feel hungry or why I, yeah, don't have that energy. And, yeah, and every um, now and again is fine. Like, I, yeah. I, 
you know, you can't live life without nice food. Yeah. <laughs> Healthy food's nice too, but, you know, I can't live life and say I'm never going to eat cake or whatever again because that's just silly. Yeah. But having yeah. it in moderation and then having other healthy food is fine. Yeah, that's good. Um, so in terms of your sleep, your rest and your energy, uh, how does food and drinks, like any kind of drink, affect that? Yeah, that's interesting because some people, um, you know, we hear of the, um, whatever it's called, the three o'clock time, you know, when you start to get really a bit sleepy and you get, oh, I'm so unmotivated at work and things like that. And so people will go out and they'll buy themselves chocolate or they'll buy themselves like a really sugary drink or something and go, I just need a little bit of energy. I just need that spike to keep me going. But that actually is worse for you because you get right. that spike and then your energy drops so much because you don't have any of that inside of you anymore and it's such a quick fix that you then feel like really a lot gross, yeah. a lot more gross. Yeah. And even with um, your energy, actually eating things that are really full of iron is actually really good because it brings oxygen to your brain and actually makes you feel a lot more awake. Um, so like even like leafy greens and things like that, if you add that, especially like with your breakfast, if you're going to be having eggs on toast or something, add spinach to it because that actually good. really wakes you up and helps you. And I know that like a lot of us like, you know, having coffee and things like that in the morning too. Like that type of thing is fine, but it's just really, if we're going to be eating a lot of this processed food, we actually, we don't have a lot of energy because it's not giving us the nutrients and everything that we need. Right. So, yeah, so it's just really important to um, just be able to, if we are eating better, we'll actually notice our energy is, we do have a lot more energy then. Yeah, I like that. Mm. It's very good. Um, so in terms of healthy food, uh, and I think this is a big thing in our society at the moment. Like, how does it help like our minds and, and our mental health as well? Mm. Like, is, does it affect it and how does it? I, it definitely does. I actually remember one Easter. It was so funny. I, I was home alone. Like we'd, it was, I think it was the Monday, the long weekend or something. And we'd done so much throughout the week and everybody was out. This is when I was still living at home and I was at home by myself like an hour or something. I ate every single Easter egg that I'd gotten and I had <laughs> so many of them. And I was like, Woo, I feel so great, I, you know, high on sugar. And then my dad comes home and I just sit there and I'm crying. And I'm, and he's like, what is going on? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but I'd eaten all my sugar, like, and I didn't eat, like, I wouldn't normally eat that much sugar. And then my like my mood just dropped because wow. like it it can do that to you. So whenever you have a lot of sugar and a lot of things, like it makes you feel good for a little bit, and then it actually really actually does bring you down. And so when we actually eat, you know, like other food, like say for example, like sweet potato is really low GI, so it actually keeps your energy going for a longer period of time. So if we're actually throughout the day eating food that's really good for us and, and giving us energy and healthy for us, our mood's actually gonna be quite stable throughout right. the day. And like we do, you know, depression, anxiety, all of that is a huge thing these days. And there's a lot more um, scientific evidence and things that actually processed foods and um, a lot of preservatives and things actually are really harming our minds and our moods wow. and everything like that too. So if we're going to be eating better, we are going to have a lot more mental energy. We're going to be able to um, just have better moods as well. Yeah. And I just think in this culture, in this climate now with, you know, depression and anxiety, if we can actually help ourselves in this way, because yeah. I think food really is medicine and it's what, you know, people actually don't think about. They just think, let's get medicated on things. But sometimes food can actually help us a lot more than what we realise. Really good. It's great. Mm. 
Oh, great, because I know, obviously, mental health is a, is a deeper issue, but mm. I guess if, if the right foods we're eating is actually helping it long-term, like It can just at least help a little bit, yeah, yeah then I think that's, it's worth I it. I think it's important mm. for us to look into that. Um, I know a lot of guys at my work, uh, they're into the gym. I'm not one of them, but <laughs> uh, they're, they're fully, they're, they're, it's just all about how big their muscles are and yeah. how good their tats look and all that, but, mm. uh, which is not a bad thing. But they, they often say, um, you know, oh, I'm fasting this week. And I was like, I've never actually heard like a non, in a non-Christian context talk about fasting. And I'm yeah. like, I'm really interested when they talk about it. So obviously they've researched and seen the benefits of fasting. And I love it that it's, it's scripture. Like God doesn't just say fast and pray for, a re- like for nothing. Like there's a reason why we fast and pray. But in the, the, the fasting side of thing, like what are the benefits of fasting? Yeah, there's actually a lot of benefits to fasting, actually. Because, I mean, yeah, I grew up just knowing about it in the church and just thinking it was good for, you know, our um, relationship with God and that kind of thing. But it actually, um, there's a lot of food that actually, especially I think it's it's giving our digestive system a break as well, which then actually gives our body a break. And it actually then clears up our mind so that we're actually, you know, our, our brain is actually able to think about other things rather than, yeah. you know, getting all our food all through our body. And it, so it really actually clears our mind as well. So when um, we fast, like sometimes we can feel sluggish after certain food and different things, we actually feel... Like I know that when I've fasted sometimes, like I'm like, I'm so hungry, but wow, I actually feel really good. <laughs> like, yeah. like wow, I actually can... Because you're concentrating on other things and your, your body's not thinking about all your food going in you. So th- there is that reason and then... Um, like fasting just – like I looked up a couple of things as well because I actually found it really interesting because inter, intermittent fasting, if that's how you – I think that's how you say it, mm. is a really big thing in um, in our culture now. It's not a church thing or anything, but it's like eating only between a certain amount of hours throughout the day so it actually gives your body a break but then you're um, not eating as much through the day as well. And people say that that actually really, really helps them because um, it just really – clears up their minds and there's mm, so much good. scientific evidence around why it's good wow. for you. So um, it's good when science catches up to the Bible. I love it that. Actually, That's yeah. my favourite thing. When we spend years and lots of money on science and then it's just written in the Bible. Like I could have given it to you for free or two dollars or whatever you want. Like but like I love it that, that science is almost proving like some people need that that and I feel like yeah. it's it's like yeah we, it was written in the Bible and now you're seeing it in the scientific world, which is actually not against the Bible. It's actually helping yeah. the Bible. Yeah, and, and there's actually been a lot of um, celebrities like in the exercise fitness world who they've actually done a lot of fasting as well and they've yeah. just found that... Because, I mean, they're very... A lot of people are quite hesitant in talking about fasting because people just think, oh, it's for me to lose weight and all that kind yeah. of thing. But it's not actually for that purpose. It's actually... Um, there are a lot of benefits to your body because... If you think about what our kidneys and our livers do every single day, yeah, wow. they're always flushing through our food. They're mm. always doing, you know, all of that. And, you know, if our body is actually not working as hard, our minds are going to work harder and um, and our bodies are going to feel a lot better and um, we don't feel as full and as sluggish and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, there's it's fasting is actually really, really good. Mm. Um, not, you know, all the time, but definitely every now and again. I might – there are times where I'll just skip dinner – because mm. I'm like, I, it actually makes me the morning. I feel so much better. Yeah. It's not necessarily for the night time. I struggle. <laughs> I'm like, no, <laughs> I really want to just eat something. But I know that in the morning, 
I actually feel so much clearer in my mind because I'm not a morning person. And so sometimes that really helps as well. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so um, no, I think it's good to learn about more about fasting. I think in our own time yeah. we should actually look into it. And, and I think when it comes to prayer and fasting, we have a, a better understanding of why, like you said, about the focus. And I guess we're mm. more focused in prayer. Yeah. Like our body's trying to you know, deal with food and stuff, but we're mm. just kind of like, yeah. So I, I actually find it really interesting. Uh, just quickly, uh, well, before we go into that, I just want uh, coffee. You mentioned coffee. Is it? At, this is a question everyone's waiting for. Is it actually good for us? Well, I actually thought I'm going to look this one up because I've heard so many different things about it. Yeah. And they've actually got kind of like they say new research out now saying that there's actually so many nutrients and so many benefits good. in caffeine, so in coffee. And I mean, when right. we're trying to live a varied, like balanced life. I have no problem with dairy. Like, I've, yeah. I believe we should eat every food group and yeah. have a really varied diet anyway. So, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Like, the one thing is, um, <laughs> I think we all can agree that, you know, after you drink it, sometimes <laughs> you need go. to go to the toilet. Um, <laughs> and so, people are worried that, you know, maybe it is a bit of a dehydrator yeah. and that kind of thing. But there's actually been a few new studies out there saying that um, it's actually not. Right. And because I'd heard that caffeine, like tea and coffee and that, you need to drink lots of water with it to, you know, counteract it and stuff. But actually, it, they say it can be counted towards your water, water which really? I don't fully agree with because I still think that eight glasses of water within, you know, the day is actually really important and really healthy for you. Yeah. But, yeah, there's not really – I mean, some people struggle with caffeine, that kind of thing. That's a different thing. That's your own body <laughs> with different things like that. But, um, yeah, there's not yeah. really anything too wrong – with okay. coffee, so there you go. Well, enjoy From your coffee after the yeah. service. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's good. Good to hear. Um, well, we kind of run out of time, but uh, just quickly, I know we could spend more time on this one, but uh, exercise. Why? Why is it important to exercise? Yeah, I, I love. This is another um, one everyone's been waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> so people are like, oh, I don't exercise. I don't want to exercise, and all that kind of stuff. Which I mean, I get that, but there are so many benefits. So. Yeah. I actually work at a um, at a retirement village, and um, there, like the old, there are obviously old people there, and the people who have lived quite an active life, their bodies are really really good. So their bones are really strong. Their um, cardiovascular health is really good. So they've got really healthy hearts because they've been exercising. Because when we do cardio, it actually really helps the blood pump through our our um, heart and through our our body and we've got then stronger bones, um, you know, it actually does help you lose weight. So, you know, there are people out there who've got amazing bodies and they don't need to exercise at all, just eat well. But you actually need to um, help your muscles, you need to be able to move and because it actually protects your body as well. So even just doing 20 minutes every now and again or doing a really good, you know, bit of exercise for 10 minutes, all of that helps. Yeah. So we're not saying, you know, you have to do an hour every day or anything like that. Just go walking a little bit more. Just do, yeah. you know, add yeah. in some things because it actually really boosts your mood as well. So that's right. one thing we'd like people have been told if they've got anxiety or depression to really go out there and exercise good. a bit more because it really boosts your mood. So there's a lot of different benefits with exercise and even just starting small, building right. up a little bit. Yeah. Awesome. Well, why don't you give Coach Talitha a hand? So good. I love that. I hope that, hope that was helpful. Uh, yeah, I, I, and I, I'd encourage you all just to, uh, 
to look into that more and even even chat to Talitha about that, uh, what what you can, what we can do in that area. I think it's just it's just such an important subject that I guess we don't hear about enough. Um, so yeah, thank you, Talitha. Uh, just in closing, maybe we can have the um, the band up. That'd be good. Uh, just quickly, uh, so my point three was keep the balance, and uh, you know, like we hear about all that, and it's good, and it's good for our body, and but like don't be obsessed with uh, eating, and don't be obsessed with exercise. Like I, when I see people like you know at work, they're, they're super healthy and all that. But they're so obsessed with it. They're so obsessed with how they look. And it's all about the outside. Um, but, you know, God God is more interested about, like, our, our spiritual side. Like, yes, he's, as we've learned, we, we need to look after our bodies and it's important. And, but God's, God's interested in, in our spiritual side and, and, like, where we are spiritually and, and our relationship with him. And, and uh, you know, like, so, like I said before, like, don't be so one-sided. Let's, let's have... Like, let's keep that balance. Let's make sure we're eating right and, and, and exercising, but we're also praying and reading the Word and being in church and being around other people. Because, um, you know, like, there's this verse in the Bible, um, and our, our bodies are only temporary. We know that. It's a temporary home for, for our spirits and, and for the Spirit of God that lives in us. Um, but the, the Bible says that, you know, when we leave this earth, he, I think it's... Um, 2 Corinthians 5 or 6. There's a whole thing about our body. And it, and it talks about uh, when we leave this earth, He gives us a new body. And he, he clothes us like new clothing with a new body. And like it says that, you know, our, our spirits aren't just, you know, nothing. Like He, he actually clothes us again. And I, and I love that so much. Like I love that God just gives us hope. Like, you know, you, know, you might think you might be down with our bodies or whatever. But I love it that, I love that verse. It just gives me hope for, you know, what we might see in, in eternity.